Blog Talk Radio. Anyway, luckily it's, it's still okay. It's a bit wheezy today, but it's okay. 
and uh, you know I was a bit worried last night. So thank you very much to everybody who sent in all of those messages, hoping that uh, that was okay. All is all is well. Um, hi to everybody in the chat room. Hope you're all okay. Uh, to let everybody know that I have set up the event again of Dog Shop by the Police. I do apologise for the fact I'd let the event actually run out. So I've re-updated it, um, and it is facebook.com forward slash events forward slash 542-467-075-790-270 forward slash. So if anybody wants to join in on there, you can by all means. Uh, that's just to bring the awareness of literally how many dogs are being shot by the police um, and the updates that go with that. Of course... I've added my um, co-host for tonight, um, as everybody will know, has been a very strong character, a strong figure in this, this cause that we've got with about the dogs being shot by police. And, of course, I'm talking about Eddie Sintron. Hi, Eddie. How are you doing? Oh, thank you, Sue. Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, going through some, uh, some you know, everyday uh, uh, struggles here, but uh, otherwise just trying to stay focused. And what we are all uh, focused on is, you know, uh, the the issues with the canines in in the United States and and elsewhere around the world. Exactly. Now, um, just tell everybody. Of course, you are also the founder of the canine um, group as well. Tell everybody about your group. Yes, this is uh, uh, our group is Canine Partners of Monroe County. This was established. Uh, and I created the, the group uh, with the, the sole uh, foundation of being able to update the progress of our endeavor with the Sheriff's Department, the Monroe County Sheriff's Department in uh, the city of Rochester, New York. Monroe County is a, a fairly a big county. It has 1,200 sheriff officers. We're not including the city police. We're just including the sheriffs. Uh, and yeah. that's a staff of 1,200 officers. Uh, and... I established it to, to uh, update uh, progress reports from uh, the time that initially we, we began uh, and, and got, I got together with uh, uh, one of the commanders that uh, the sheriff had assigned to execute uh, this uh, task. I did uh, a, a request um, by the supporters that signed the petition if the possibility of getting more training uh, in an area that they're not training at all. And, and it, it boggles our minds why uh, the U.S. Justice Department has a, a manual uh, uh, for officers. They have assessed, I mean, you have five co-authors. As you know, you interviewed Letty uh, Van Cabbage, and she's one of the co-authors, attorney. Uh, and she has done a fantastic job and is doing. And uh, as soon as I got wind of, of this uh, Justice Department. I shared it with the Sheriff's Department, and they went right immediately to the National Canine Research Center that works with the uh, cops component of the U.S. Justice Department, so they're working together. And surprisingly enough, they even supply free copies, hard copies, of this manual. Uh, presently, they are updating videos uh, to use that will complement uh, the manual. And our, our sheriff's department has been in contact with them. And, you know, they did their homework. And I, from the last meeting, which was finalizing the final phase of this training, and I knew it was going to take about a year because it doesn't happen overnight, but you can establish an immediate, an, 
an immediate uh, request for the sheriff because the, 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 the sheriff or chief can give an executive order uh, on anything for the officers to comply until, let's say, they get this training going, but to use other alternatives. So there's always, you know, uh, uh, alternatives to get this done. And uh, he, our sheriff saw that there was a need for, for his officers uh, to better communicate with uh, dogs as they encounter, just like utility workers, um, you know, that are out there, mail carriers that are out there, and every day they confront dogs uh, yep. and, and everything. But it's the way they communicate with this dog. The body language, as we all know, is a vital uh, 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 aspect of a, of a canine, though, though they read they read our body language easier than what we read theirs at times, yeah. you know. So, uh, you know, th- we we were able to get it uh, uh, executed the final, and then what did they do? They got uh, uh, I I shared the, the the training they were having at, at Alfred College that was back in April, and what they did. They assessed it. They went there. They they sent officers. Even the city uh, police chief, uh, Chief Shepard, uh, sent four uh, commanding officers there. Uh, and this was surrounding how to deal with dangerous dogs, the, 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 the dogs that you come in contact, where you can treat them humanely and still have a final positive outcome on the incident. And this is what we're, we're, we're talking. And, you know, uh, we know... There are officers that uh, they take the wrong approach. They don't always do the right thing. But, you know, we want to focus on the positive because we hear so much negative, negative. But how can we get for them to perform and work with the community? Because they need the support of the community. Uh, And and that is a must. It's a partnership. And that's also uh, – instituted in, in the U.S. Department manual. There has to be a community partnership so this can uh, work well. So um, by the same token, I have encouraged, uh, and this month in our group, our theme is puppy training, puppy training because that's, that's the start. But we're incorporating anyone that has a dog because if we request it, our group requests the training for officers, it's only fair that we get our own dogs in training, you see. And I, I yep. personally, uh, I personally got my 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 dog in training with a force free trainer. She was a former Rochester police officer, and she is now uh, uh, retired. But she has not retired from the canine professional, and she uses force free training, clicker, treat method. Uh, and she does so much. She covers every area, whether it's for therapy, dogs, uh, uh, behavioral issues, uh, agility, a competition for to get your dog into these, these type of uh, activities. Because yes. if we requested this training for officers to get trained, then we have to lead by example and meet them halfway and get our, 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 our dogs trained as well. And you'll find yeah. that now you're going to enjoy this uh, because you're getting trained uh, as well. And this is what we need. I think I think you've observed, too, is that many of the incidences and issues across the country, and usually it's around the summertime because obviously there's more activity with people's pets and, and, and their dogs. Uh, 
a lot of it, I see that, uh, yes, uh, police officers not knowing how to uh, uh, handle uh, a situation, but also pet owners being uh, relaxed and not attentive to their dogs. Many times I see them at, at the park. They have them off leash, you know, yeah. where there's, there's other methods. You can have a harness in a tether, a 50-foot tether, where they feel free, and, but yet they're yeah. still uh, are confined. So these are the issues. A dog sees a squirrel or a rabbit or something and then takes off because you haven't showed them the recall command. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, a, a lot of it I, I see. So sometimes we, we're concerned with the officers, but we have to be concerned on what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's that's very important. You know, let me let me uh, uh, put this in the American Veterinarian Medical Association uh, Task Force on Canine Aggression and Human-Canine Interaction has strongly cautioned against using statistics to target particular breeds as more likely to bite. Dog bite statistics statistics are not really statistics. They do not give an accurate picture of dogs that bite. And then yeah. some of the factors that, that trigger aggression in dogs toward unfamiliar people can result in, in, in bites, uh, lack of social, socialization, lack of supervision. I just covered that. Uh, uh, the re- reproductive status, you know, the health reports getting your pet spayed and neutered. Uh, dogs that are in pain and illness, even though they might be friendly, uh, can bite. And the New York State Supreme Court, Back in April, this is case law, so it could be referred to in any court case, that um, a dangerous dog is no basis for a particular breed. And in the same content, it also states that an injured dog or uh, ill dog uh, can bite. So there is some way for that. And, of course, I checked our city ordinance and, you know, a dog is justified in its action if an intruder comes into its property, a dwelling, uh, or if it's being attacked by a human or another dog, you see. And we yep. just had a dog named Maya uh, who was at the shelter for about three months, and this, this particular law, case law, applied to her because she was attacked by another dog. But she was just released Monday, okay, uh, a happy day for that family. Uh, because she was just protecting herself, and obviously she broke from the the leash and just was greeting uh, the other dog. But as soon as the owner of the other dog screamed out, there was uh, an altercation between the two dogs. And then the the woman, she put herself at risk by trying to separate the dogs, not using common sense there, uh, and yeah. suffered uh, a dog bite. So here we have a dog that did bite a human, and right now we're, we're, we have cases where they want to put dogs down because they either uh, uh, bit uh, another animal or domestic animal. Uh, so apparently this law, case law, did protect this this uh, this dog, which uh, is a a, a, uh, a breed. So. Yeah. No, and and then other, of course, uh, insufficiency trained police officers, and you know, officers that make judgments concerning a dog they encounter based on its presumed breed or physical appearance rather than its behavior, and officers who view a dog running toward them as a threat, where the dog could be running as a 
as a greet mode. Yeah. See? So it's always identifying the dog's body language and uh, officers uh, that are have this lack of training, which uh, includes a lot of them out there. But we want, you know, it, 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 if they have the training, of course, they would participate in this training, and then it's, it would be mandated, and they would have the tools. This is all we're saying, providing them with the proper tools to get the job done, and then that there's a, a communication with um, the community, a, a sense yeah. of, of well, well-being and communication uh, with the community. Yeah. The, the thing is, though, you know, obviously we've we've had quite a few shows about the dogs being shot by police. Obviously there's been some training set in places already. How has that training gone on, and has it seen a big difference since they put the training in place? Okay. You, you know, uh, good question, and uh, surprisingly enough, I, I today I got an update uh, from the commander because he was uh, – and he wishes uh, – He's, he's so so uh, busy. I mean, he works uh, at times 10 hours a day. Uh, but I just uh, wanted to inform him in case he had time to, to call in or, or, yeah. uh, and everything. Uh, but he wished his luck on the show and everything because uh, he, uh, first of all, they liked the approach that I took in our group, that we approached in a way, uh, a, a civil manner, to, to bring these issues on the table and how we can correct them. Uh, they started slowly, as they were working along, incorporating certain phases. I mean, in December, they sent out a notice to all their officers, all 1,200 uh, officers, that this training was to come about, just to uh, have them prepare for what what was to come. Then in January, yeah. of course, uh, the public, they were trying to make this public. Um, and since then... Uh, there hasn't been any incident with a dog with these officers, and obviously once they got word that this was coming, I know a lot of them uh, embraced this because you have officers that have dogs and everything, and, and you know, they they want. But it's knowing how to treat somebody else's dog as well. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and that's the, the vital. The, the, the current updates um, – that he, he addressed is that they are providing dangerous dog training to the police recruits for the first time this month. That's dangerous dog uh, training because they had started yes. the, the, the preliminary uh, training uh, back in January. So right now they are, are teaching the class to all Monroe County Sheriff Officers Road Patrol during in-service training uh, for this fall. That would be uh, for the fall, for the road patrol. Right now, uh, starting this month, it's the cadets that are uh, at the academy. They will be providing class information to the police academy for consideration in future multi-agency multi training events because with the new facility at the Humane Society of Greater Rochester, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a, an elaborate facility, but the the the, the training uh, area and and, and, and and conference is uh, is going to be conducive for training. And what they're thinking is offering regional training, so this can go across the state. Mind you that Sheriff Patrick O'Flynn is the president of the New York State Sheriff's Association. So obviously, 
he would have that covered in channeling what they're doing and extending it across the state. So even though we want statewide training uh, addressed in New York State, I'm allowing the foundations to build because when I go to the senators, which I already uh, um, contacted, you know, these politicians are going to want to know if it's going to work. But you know what? It's already in effect, and it's working in this community. So if it's working in this community, it can work throughout the entire New York State. And, of course, we have more and more uh, states that are coming in. I believe uh, Illinois is looking at statewide uh, uh, training. So this is within a year's time, too, that this this is happening. So. You know, they, they, the sheriff is they they want to continue stress calling the humane society, which is working with us and the sheriff's department on animal control for calls, uh, you know, service uh, involving canines and other animals. And then uh, they are going to be looking at the Department of Justice canine encounter video when it becomes available. So. This, this, this is current. This is up to date in what uh, the sheriffs uh, are doing. And, boy, you know, only one person can make a difference. And then when that one person shares it with somebody else, that other person is just going to – it's going to be a ripple effect. Yeah. And what I see is sometimes we get uh, supporters. Uh, they'll sign a petition. You might get 100,000. But the thing is, to get it, you you, you got to get uh, focused, regroup, and stick with it. Not just sign a petition, but be able to yeah. check on what's happening and the support. Because whoever started the, the cause, the petition, that person is going to stay on it. And he's going to make sure that they have meetings, that they can meet with officials, any official that's going to make the difference, if it's the chief, the chief, if it's the, the, the mayor, uh, uh, governor, state senator, you know, and I always encourage the people around election time to get the politician that's running to address uh, the community concern, and, and this aspect is uh, handling uh, canines, to make it a safer community. We want to avoid uh, uh, dog bites with children, but the, the matter of the fact is that even parents, don't teach their children how to behave uh, and interact with a dog when confronted. Yeah. So basically, uh, uh, we, we're, we're having success, you know, and there's more to come. You know, some people uh, might think, oh, well, they already got the training. Oh, no, this is way from over. There's other things that we got to get involved. We would like to see the media uh, plugging in public service announcement with uh, canine issues. You know, they can be 15-second spots, 10-second spots, as a reminder, yep. you see. So there are a lot of things yep. that oh, we can work on to to interact with the community. And then in Rochester, uh, we've had a couple, uh, uh, we have a uh, pet store that, uh, and, and organizations of Pity Love Rescue, and they have community events to interact. Pity Love, because they want to expose the breed and the good uh, nature uh, breed that it is, you know, uh, when it's been uh, brought up the right way, you see. And if you yeah. ever notice, please, that dogs, you know, they, 
they're they're focused on you and they mimic. They want to see what you're doing because they're reading your body language. Yep. And 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 this was this is what we want to see uh, with people taking that extra measure of responsibility with their dog and then uh, with police officers is is working with them. How many people uh, would will call the police chief and say, "Listen, we have a group and we want to address and help you with with uh, the, the canine issues in our community. How can we go about this?" I'm I'm pretty sure you're going to get. Uh, a response that's going to be suitable. Yeah. 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 The thing that gets me is, you know, people, we're all very good at sitting here and, and, and saying, okay, this has happened. The the police have shot a dog again and, and, and all the information. But it's like we've said so many times on this show, Eddie, is the fact that, you know, there's always two sides of the story. And I've got to say to everybody, just to repeat again, you know, we are not against the police. We're, we want to be working with them. So those that are saying, oh, the police have done this, the police have done that, we have got to remember that these are a small minority of the police force. This is not all of them. It is a small minority of them. And, of, of course, Eddie, I want to also bring into the equation, obviously we had the situation where the dog, and I have forgotten the name, I do apologize, um, of the dog that was shot um, down the beach, wasn't it? And we did. Talk about that, that was, on the show last time, didn't yeah. we? Uh, yes, that was Cody. Cody. That's and, right. you know, and, 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 and you know what's shocking? Uh, now that you just brought that dog up, the same officer that killed that dog just killed the dog last week. And the dog... That's what I was just you, wanting to bring up. Yes, that dog uh, was just running out the door because the owner wasn't uh, didn't take him out that day for his... Uh, his, his potty needs, uh, and that's it. And this officer shot that dog uh, for no reason. It was a German Shepherd, you know. Uh, yeah. So uh, th- these are uh, concerns that we have. And why is this officer still on there? The, that dog, Cody, that you just mentioned, he was retrieving. He was running toward the pier, toward the water. He wasn't going anywhere. There were no people on the pier, so nobody was in danger, you see? Yep. And then animal control was there, and that officer didn't even allow animal control to do their job, you see? And, and this, this is uh, some of the things that should not be happening. Yeah. And this and this is when, to be fair, and, and I'll, everybody I'll agree totally with you, this is when us as animal advocates do get wound up, and it takes us a lot to calm down because we're thinking, hold on a minute, We've got training in place. We've got people that are working together to bring more training in. But then you've got an officer that, hold on a minute, okay, I'm not saying that the first time that he did it was acceptable. It's far from it. But, you know, accidents happen or maybe something happened. I don't know, but let's just send the defense for this. But for it to happen again the second time, Eddie, what's actually happening to that officer for the second time? Yeah, Exactly. You know, it, well, is he actually having any anything happen to him? Is he being taken off for a while or anything? What's what's the score? No, I I haven't heard anything, and I'm 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 wondering myself. Uh, you know, I I I I've been uh, kind of busy with my uh, uh, moving uh, uh, situation here, the crisis I have because of my dog, <laughs> as I shared with you. Yes. Uh, so you know, I I want to be able to uh, uh, resolve this. So. 
these issues can, you know, I, I can address these issues and everything. And again, you know, the chief, uh, at this point, I, I, I take it he will um, justify the action, you know, because they feel that a dog running toward them is going to uh, attack them. And that's not the case. Many, exactly. uh, there are cases the dog just wants to greet. My dog likes to greet people, you see. Uh, and yeah. are you going to take him as a dangerous dog, you see? So, you know, these are concerns. And there was a police officer that, that made a comment that in his 25 years, he never had to shoot a dog. Yeah. And he even indicated if, if this officer uh, uh, stays on, uh, obviously the outcome is going to be the same next time. Yeah. Yep. And you will get these um, police that do just literally say, well, I felt threatened. Well, to me, I mean, as you all know, I'll sit in the garden fence and I'll say, well, okay, so does that mean every time he feels threatened with the human, he's going to do the same thing? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? I just, I just find it so, so hard. But, you know, how are more and more police... Uh, you know, officers and everything, are they more quick to join up now because of the, I mean, let's face it, what was the social media and everything, it's obviously getting bigger exposure when dogs are being shot by the police. Does that mean that they are quicker to join the training, or have we still got it where we're having to fight to get them to do the training? Well, you know, that's what uh, uh, I, 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 you know, from what I uh, uh, gather uh, they're more reluctant uh, to even do anything when the community is is the approach is bashing them, you know. Yeah. Uh, but if they picked up the phone, uh, we'd like to meet with you. I mean, we have uh, community support. Here is, uh, if you have a, a, a petition, get down there to deliver it personally. You know, some things can be dealt on the phone, but other things have to be done personally. There's many times yep. I don't even uh, uh, comment uh, over the phone. I like to meet the person or the official personally to face-to-face uh, -to -face, uh, just uh, go over and focus on what I'm trying to do, uh, you know, to, to prevent this. If, if they want safety uh, in the community, well, they have to meet the community halfway, and that's the way I see it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I suppose, you know, when I first started doing the shows, obviously we have Kristen, we've had Cindy on, and I've just got to let everybody know I have spoken to Cindy in the last few days, and all being well, next, I'm going to say, it's Friday, not, Friday, very early morning for me, but Thursday, later on in the evening um, for you guys in America, but Cindy's going right. to come on the show, because I, w I want to speak to Cindy, because obviously she had her dog shot by the police, and I want to find out from somebody who lost their dog due to being shot by the police, which was a beautiful dog, and we saw her and her husband do that beautiful video talking about it. I want to know what it's like, Eddie, after the, you know, after the months have gone by, after the, the media has stepped back and everything. And, and we all know that Cindy's working so hard to change things. I know she's going off this weekend to do even more things. You know, it's hard to try and be in that situation. I'm not being funny, but, you know, I've said before, if anybody shot any of my dogs, I, I would probably have to be in jail for a few months. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? For my own safety, yeah. never mind everybody yeah. else's. 
But it's yeah. like, how do they deal with that? And, and I, I've got to say, I've reset up the event for the dog shop being shot by police, and I've made you host to that as well. And I've got to say, you know, we're being put um, pages of dogs that are being shot by police, like Justice for Baby Girl, Justice for Bully, Boss, and Chahula. And, and, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, it's it sort of, I suppose, just a reminder to me, you know, these people are still dealing with it, Eddie. It's It's not like... We've just lost an ornament off the mantelpiece. This, they are our family members. Do you know what I mean? They are a big part of our lives. Do you know what I mean? And, and some have even grown up with our children, you know? Um, do you think that the police actually see it like that, like we do? Um, I, don't think, I don't think they see it like we do. Hmm. It's just... I, I just find it really difficult. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. To, I'm looking forward to speaking to Cindy also to, to find out how she's dealt with it, how she's going on with it. But I think with, with Cindy, she's literally took over the fact that, okay, I've lost my dog, but now I want to do something to stop it from happening again. And I think a lot of people in this situation have done exactly that. Yes. And, you know, Cindy, not only has she lost her dogs and everything, but they lost the the uh, the, the petitions for the state. uh uh, to get the this training statewide, and uh, they won't be able to uh, propose it until 2015. But you know, in the meantime, they can work. The Texas is a big state. You're gonna have to get uh, with with politicians. You have to get them uh, working together, bipartisan, as as they they say it. Because this is not a Democrat thing. This is not a Republican thing here in the United States, the parties, the major two parties. You know, this is a matter of community safety, officer safety, uh, and knowing how to deal with, with uh, an epidemic across this country that is to astronomical proportion. You know, I mean, it, it, it's unwarranted. Um, and things have to be done to, to uh, you know, avoid this. Now, here's, here's another. This is the greatest concern um, is that, you know, a, a responding officer shoots a dog. However, uh, other harms can result, including bystanders and other officers being shot by friendly fire. In Detroit yep. in, 2000, in 2010, an animal control officer was injured when a police fired at two dogs. That were running at large, and even more dramatic incident was on July 23rd. That this is in 2006, when NYPD officers were called to mediate a tenant landlord dispute when a dog at the building began biting the leg of an officer. 26 shots were fired at the dog, and three officers were grazed by by the bullet. See, so when an officer kills or injures a dog, that is not a serious threat. When it's not a serious threat. Other significant harms can result. Uh, such incidents often do serious damage to the community trust in the department and profession, and that's what's ha- happening. Co- controversy particularly arises when an officer's assessment of imminent danger is challenged by witnesses, the dog's owner, or even better yet, a video record of the incident. You see? Yep. And it's just like uh, justice uh, for Max, the Rottweiler that was shot in California uh, a month ago. Uh, and, you know, after they did all that, uh, I, I just messaged uh, Joseph, who, who's an administrator, 
to try to update us. I don't know uh, uh, what, what he's doing, I mean, uh, or if he's tied up, but I, I told him that we were on. Uh, okay, well, and, I tell you what, uh, we have got a call awaiting, Eddie, so once you've okay. spoke about your talk, uh, then we'll bring them yeah, up. Go, yeah, go to the caller. Okay, then. Um, I don't know the number. It's not showing up as a number. So, hi, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. No, they're just on hold. I don't know. It's not showing me a number, so if somebody's calling in, um, I'll try you again in just a moment. It's just not coming up with a number. Uh, If anybody else wants to call in, 347 three two seven nine six nine four. That's three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. The other thing I I've got to say to everybody as well, if it's the one thing that I need to really repeat to everybody as well, is the fact of cameras, phones, videos and everything. If you see something and you're like, Oh my goodness, look at that or it's somebody you don't even if you don't know them, video it. Take photos of it. Everything. Absolutely. We are so lucky. We are so lucky now, Eddie, in the fact that we've got all of this um, te- technology, literally to help us. Because a lot of the cases have actually been sorted out so much more quickly because of the fact that we've got the video evidence, or we've got somebody that could, that was videoing or taking photos or whatever at that time. Yes. Yes. That 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 that, that that's perfect in what you said that even they know the power of the technology because there's even one community that has put out a, a law uh, and that uh, videotaping a police officer would be, uh, they would be charged. So they're, they're getting hip to the technology, you know, uh, the cell phones uh, and all the mobile devices that people have that uh, a simple uh, uh, recording of an incident they can upload it to YouTube, and the world will catch it in a split second. So yes. it, that, it's a powerful tool. Uh, videos don't lie, you know, because they're, they're showing in real time what's occurring, and that's what happened uh, with uh, Justice for Max. But uh, what I was going to interject uh, was before that uh, caller tried calling in was that the owner of that dog was not arrested until about a couple of days ago because they couldn't even find charges to get them on. And my thought was then why then they didn't unhandcuff him that particular day and tell him, listen, take your dog home now so both of you can be safe. You see what I mean? And yep. yet uh, the officer was not, uh, uh, he could have not felt threatened for the simple fact and here it goes because of the video. He tried grabbing the dog's leash. So if you're, if you feel threatened and you're scared, you are not going to try to grab the dog's leash. Simple as that. And of course, the the dog did not have any threatening uh, uh, yeah. uh, emotions or anything. A dog that barks doesn't mean they're aggressive. It's simple as that, you know. Uh, yeah. And the owner. Was was keeping him in control by by the 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 tone of uh, his voice, you see. So yeah. it would have been a little bit better if they would have unhandcuffed him and tell him, "Listen, get your 
dog in the car and just go home to be safe. Simple as that. Yeah. So they 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 got some charges that was brought by someone that was there, and uh, and apparently uh, the owner went to the site, and then a woman came out uh, that was living in front of the the, the building, uh, claiming she was being harassed by the owner, and there was no contact. The owner was just there uh, where they he they shot his dog. See. Yeah. And this is the thing. The the other thing that people have said to me is about the fact that they don't give them even give them time to even grab their dogs or like you, like you said, put them away or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's like they literally say, "Put uh, like get your dog, get your dog, bang." They're not right. even given a right. chance. Right. Do you know what I mean? If the owner it's, of it's, the dog, yes. Yeah. Sorry, and go ahead. Of course. If the owner of the dog is present, the police officer should allow the owner to take control of the dog because obviously the dog is going to listen to the owner. And this is something that all dogs do. This is not just a particular breed. They all do this. You know, I mean, yep. and they respond by the owner's uh, uh, voice command. So this is, this is the thing that we're, uh, we're, we're, we're trying to make right. The, does it warrant a police officer to act out uh, in the way he does because he has fear? And that's obviously because he has received no training. So it goes back to addressing the police agency about training uh, their, you know, their officers and everything. So yes. on the most part, uh, you know, dogs use their teeth to get food, manipulate, uh, manipulate objects, establish and maintain social relationships. They protect themselves and their group from danger. Their teeth are their main tool for interacting with the world, just like a human hands. And when they use their teeth to settle conflicts with other dogs and with humans, most use only a fraction of the pressure of which they're capable. And this is called bite inhibition. And it's comparable to a human pulling his punches. Even when a threat escalates to a tooth contact, most often because the dog's non-contact warning signals have not been heeded. The objective yep. is still usually to drive the intruder away with minimum damage and risk to the dog, uh, to other dogs. And you know what? If you look at it from a dog's pers- um, perspective, you know, when they turn away, you know, you can actually yep. uh, uh, say that they're saying, I'm not staring, so it goes away. Yep. You see what I mean? So, yep. you know, it, it's, and, and people don't realize, uh, you know, to understand a dog, well, you know, how about trying to think like uh, they do and, and see the world as they see it. And, and, and however, you know, dogs do, do bite. However, uh, a careful assessment needs to be made when first encountering a dog. How an officer reads and responds to a dog's behavior is often the most important factor in determining whether a dog will bite attack over jaw. It's equally important to assess the dog's environment. Many dogs, like people, can be territorial. You see? Yep. And it, it's, uh, you know, almost all dogs will try to bluff or threaten. Have you ever seen that? You know, yep. they'll, they'll go through their little thing uh, to try to drive away what they feel is a threat to them. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, yep. 
you know, you see a dog wiggling all over, you know he's a happy dog. You know, it's just that simple. And uh, yes. I have a coworker of mine, and he's he's deaf and everything. And to my, he's got a German Shepherd, and it's unbelievable because he's got the. It's so advantageous because dogs read body language, and that's how he does because he 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 communicates through sign language. And any little motion he does with his hands, the dog is instantly responding. And I, I yep. said, uh, I got to take a video of this. So uh, one day I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll take a video uh, and then uh, show this because it's so amusing how excellent a dog will respond to um, sign language with a, a human uh, sign language. You see. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and this is the thing, you know, we were, obviously me and you were talking just the other day, and we were saying about the idea of the clicker training and things. Simple things like that can just trigger, you know, maybe you don't, I mean, I've said to people so many times about the summer months, please don't leave your door open, you know, thinking that you're just going to water the front and you leave the front door open. Your dog goes out, and, and I'm not saying that the police have the right to shoot your dog, but just make sure that your dog's not put in the situation for them to shoot them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I agree. But, but it's, I agree. But we need someone that's going to just literally, and we're going to say trigger them, so if, if they are running out, they will literally just hear that noise, and they will cha- turn around to see what you've got. Right. Right. And you know, Sue, you know, I was thinking, even though we love the summer because uh, we had so many diversions uh, to try to enjoy the, uh, enjoy the summer, but you know what? In this past week, I said, I can't wait till summer's over because yeah. uh, listening to all these uh, 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 shootings with dogs, I said, why, how can you enjoy the summer? You know, when you're, when you're, and then you got uh, your friends uh, posting that this dog got shot and, you know, they're trying to get support. Uh, and everything. I says, you know, uh, it always happens during the summer, and yeah. and and pe- people have to just be on your p's and q's with your dog, like you just said. You know, uh, make sure there's always uh, some type of security in effect. Watch your dog. Pay attention to your dog if you're walking him around the block, or if you're taking him to the backyard. You know, because you you shouldn't allow the dog to make those decisions. If you, you cut him loose in the backyard, somehow he 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 gets out some way, whether digging under the fence or, or, or some have an agility where they can even leap a fence. You know, I, I have a friend that the dog climbed uh, a fence. And then um, my other friend, uh, his pit bull got shot by City. I, uh, uh, you interviewed him, Teddy uh, Padilla, who had a, a Chaco, uh, the pit bull. He, That's he right, climbed yeah. He he climbs up a step ladder. You know, uh, a, a painter's uh, step ladder. He yep. he walks right up to the top of the ladder. So, you know, considering they have this ability to be to do these feats, then don't let it pass them that they can surprise you. Uh, yep. And with my dog, I, I it still boggles my mind. One day I had my keys on my uh, my door, and. I secure my door, but this one doesn't have a deadbolt. But in the morning, I saw the door open, and he was in the hallway. And he figured that by tugging that the doorknob with the, with the little strap that I had on there, he can open the door, and that's what he did. Yeah. 
So, you, I mean, you, that was... Exactly. Do you know what? The other day I was I was actually shopping, and uh, we were walking across the the supermarket car park, and I said to the kids, just look at that. Now, to be fair, touch wood, we haven't had many incidents in the UK of dogs being shot, okay, because obviously our police don't have guns on the streets. But we're walking across, and there was a German shepherd in the back of this car, and they got both the front windows down, and they'd gone in shopping while the dog was in the car and the windows were down. And, I, and you uh, can have uh, all these people that turn around and say, oh, yeah, but they never got, they, he, he would never jump out. The owner must trust them, or the owner's obviously dealt with it so that he can't, you know. And I'm thinking, no, you only need one person that just puts their arm in that car trying to be clever, and you've either right. got an incident, or, and admittedly, he shouldn't have his arm in the car. But the other thing is, they may do something to mess about young kids on the school holidays at the minute. Somebody might mess about, and the dog jumps out because they've just been wound up to bits. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. It, it's just sometimes people don't help themselves either, do they? That's not. I'm not saying that the police should be, you know, given away, you know, get away with this. But there's times when you do look at situations, you think, how was that dog there then? Right. Although I must just bring up, um, it was Chloe, wasn't it, that was in front of the the garage that time. The, the garage? Yeah. You remember yeah. Chloe? It was Chloe, yeah. wasn't it? And, yeah. and I can remember, I, I've said this on the show so many times, why didn't they just shut the garage door? Do you exactly. mean, why, did, why, why did they need to challenge a dog that's just trying to protect the garage anyway? Why didn't they just shut the door, you know, leave a note for the, the um, owner saying, please could you contact us as soon as you got back in? There's been a bit of an incident, blah, blah, blah. Your dog is in the garage. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It is, exactly. it is quite crazy. Yeah, yeah uh, the, uh, these are things we're, 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 we're talking about, and, 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 and dog owners taking that uh, extra measure, you know, just to make sure their dogs are going to be uh, safe when they're either ready to go. And so important to teach some, some commands, you know. So when when you say stay, they stay and they don't jet out the door. You know, it could be from your 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 car vehicle. And I always stress it with my dog before when I come out. I don't let, allow him to come out until I give him the command to come out. You see exactly. And and yep. and, and once once they get conditioned, it's a routine for them. It's a routine. And all yep. you all you're doing is reinforcing as you give them those those. Uh, uh, reminders, you know. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's it, it's something that, you know, right now I I just commented because there's an individual that got in touch with uh, Jim Osario because he approached the uh, the police department on trying to get a, a training and the, uh, he caught their interest. You see, so I told him the best thing that you can do is get them in contact with Jim Osario at this point. Yes. Yeah. You see, and then uh, they can reach out to the National Canine Research Center, so they can provide uh, uh, those hard copy manuals to the agency, and it's for free. So, I mean, what agency is not going to accept something for free? You see, and, exactly. and this will, and yeah, this would this will help them. But I, I I give them a lot of credit for doing this because I what I see in him is what I did. You see, and, yep. and that is so important. If you're going to waste time uh, 
bashing the police and, and, and doing all this, well, it's not going to happen. And, you know, amazingly enough, the, the city of Hawthorne, California, after, a month later, after they shot the dog, they flew the chief into Washington, D.C., and the U.S. Justice Department cops component handed him a check for over $300,000 because it was a grant that they probably uh, requested and it was approved. I don't know for what purposes they granted it. I, I, I hope it's for training to get, uh, they can use to get training for their officers and canines. So I told them the chief is not going anywhere at this point. Because if they flew him to Washington, D.C., to give him this uh, 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 grant in order to use, uh, it must be for something that he's doing. So it, it's best to communicate with him as a community to see how they can work with him to get something done. Exactly. Exactly. And this is the thing, you know, I've got to say to people again, you know, it's it's about uniting. You know, we've been saying in the last few shows, um, unfortunately, I think you, you probably will have seen as well, we um, unfortunately lost Lisa Meyer, a very good advocate. And obviously since her passing, I've been saying to everybody, you know, we need to be more united. We need to be sharing the posts. We need to be sharing the groups um, and being able to bring the awareness of exactly what's going on because we still have got people that are letting the dogs run around the streets thinking everything's going to be okay, and then they come to us and say, well, it was just having a run around the road, and I'm like, yeah, but what was it doing out there? Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So what what is it that people can do? Because I'm sure there's probably new people that have just joined us on the show, and I'll welcome everybody to the show. But, you know, is there anything that we can do as people, you know, the general public? What is it that they can do to help with what we're trying to achieve? Is there anywhere what? they can write to or ring or... Email. Well, you know what? Uh, so, uh, you know, the thing is, right now, if you have people listening right now, it's because they caught an interest to the causes that we had. So, obviously. And then there are people that either sign a petition, you know, so they'll request to join the page, you know. So, obviously, who's ever running the, the page is going to be giving updates what they want to do you know, uh, and it's joining them uh, and even asking them, what can I do? uh, How can I help this cause? And whether it's getting a meeting, like I said, with the officials that that can uh, cause change, that would be the target. So let's say it's the mayor. The mayor here in in our community, he oversees the chief, okay? Uh, So that chief is um, he's appointed, whereas our sheriff, he's elected. He doesn't have a boss. His boss are the, the voters that vote him in, you see? Yep. So that's why he had to reach out to the 9,000 people that, that, that uh, signed the petition because these are the, of the people, many that, that voted for him, you know, and they want to see change. So what I see is people starting to get involved, and then, you know, they drop off by the wayside along the way. And in order to have success with anything, with a cause, uh, your personal goals in life, 
you know, you have to stay focused. That's my favorite word in the dictionary, focus. Yeah. Because, first of all, you have a, 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 a goal that you want to achieve, you see. And secondly, you have to stay focused on it. And thirdly, you know, just get it done. And that's yeah. why I share with people. I mean, and you know what? Cindy couldn't have said it better, Cindy Boiling from Fort Worth, Texas. Um, when she said, you know what? Uh, she usually will ask people, you know, that have shared if they got called her because her dog was shot. One of the first questions she asked is, um, but what are you doing? What are you doing uh, to fight for, for this cause? Because she wants to know. You see, because some people just don't, uh, they just, they'll leave it alone. They'll, they'll think, well, you know, I can't do anything about it. Oh, yes, you can. You can do something about it, you see. Yeah. And it, it's addressing these people. And then another thing that I, she says, like she told me, well, Eddie, you know, that dog wasn't even your dog. They shot Diablo, the pit bull in Penfield last year. That wasn't even your yeah. dog. And you reached out because, and I said, well, I reached out because I have a dog too. And it's the, uh, the, the same breed. You know, yep. but I'm not even looking at the breed. I'm looking at someone's dog. It doesn't have to be a particular breed. It's just, it, it belongs. Behind every dog, there's a human. And sometimes when I hear the the the, uh, the phrase, the statement, oh, it's just a dog. No, 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 no. It's not just a dog. We are looking at the human behind the dog, you know, yep. because that's uh, not only property, it's a life. Officers are supposed to protect life and property, where a canine is both, you see. So the, these are the concerns that we have. And then Cindy said, I couldn't agree. I, 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 love, I love her so much because she says, you know, we already have it here in, in Fort Worth, Texas. And I can say, we, I don't, you know, I accomplished this mission, you know. And, you know, but she says, I want to see this across the state of Texas. And across the country, I don't want to stop here because we are. She could have felt content that she achieved her goal for her community, yeah. and and that's the way I feel. The same same way, you know. Well, I, I can sit back. Oh well, we already have the sheriff's department, you know, uh, uh, working on. It. He's executing. I just got an update, and I can say, oh, we're all fine. But no, it's not like that, you know. You, when you exactly. see a, when, you, when you see a senior or citizen. Uh, like the picture that I saw, and she's laying on the ground because an officer shot her dog. It wasn't a pit bull either. You know, what is this lady going through, and why did she have to go through? And the extremity that uh, we go through, because as I share with you right now, I faced an eviction because of my dog. We got new landlords and everything. And you know the first thing I said? Well, giving up my, uh, uh, my dog is not an option. There's no option to that because my commitment was to care for him when I got him as a puppy, and this is what yeah. I'm going to do, even if I have to sleep in my car. You see, that is not an option for me. And when I see people just giving up a, a dog because, oh, they got to move, the landlord doesn't want him, so we don't want to move, so I'm going to give up the dog. You know, I, I have to nod my head at that one. And yep. just just for history's uh, sake, okay, <laughs> uh, the Titanic Okay, when the ship went down, there was a woman that could have been saved, got on a lifeboat, and she didn't. And you know why? Because she didn't want to leave her dog on the Titanic 
to drown. And uh, apparently, uh, they, the ship went down, they, they both drowned. But when the rescue boats came, they saw the lady in the frozen water with her arms wrapped around the dog. So how can we uh, belittle that? What uh, these um, companions, domestic yeah. companions, do, they enrich people's lives. You know, uh, elderly people, they're alone, and it, it's a therapy dog for them, you know. Yeah. And and here I, I've just been getting updates on a therapy dog here uh, under the Fair Housing Act of 1988. Uh, if a person has special needs, disability, it doesn't have to, have to be a, 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 a visible uh, disability because you have dogs that can detect a, a, a seizure. But if, even if it's alcoholism or drug abuse in, in the past and a doctor uh, uh, gives them a medical documentation that a, a pet, it doesn't even have to be a dog, it could be a cat, it could be a bird, you see, um, it, that dog is no longer deemed a pet, yeah. okay, by that law. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a working dog, so it's not a, a, a pet. So yeah. a lot of people don't know this, so we want to put it out there. You know, if you're in this situation, whether you're a senior or, or someone with a disability, you know, just to have your doctor uh, give you this documentation, you know, because all it does is gives you the right to have your dog so you can live in your dwelling, you know, in health because of the need that you have physically and mentally because this is more mental support than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Eddie, what was the other thing? I was going to say, what we'll do is, shall we have um, a little tune, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Um, okay. Is that okay? Um, then you can have a quick good. drink. Um, but we'll just be just literally a couple of minutes. Uh, if anybody wants to call in, it's three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. I'll say that again. Three four seven three two seven nine six nine four um if you want to email me maybe you've only just found out about the show you want to get in touch uh you can it's ask sue show at gmail.com that's ask sue show at gmail.com uh myself and eddie will be back in just a couple of minutes who let the dogs out Oh, 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 oh. 
and I had to, I had to laugh because she said, well, you know what? If I got to do this myself, I'm going to do it, you know? Yep. And, yep. And, and, and that's much praise to her, you know, because apparently that's what, what, what was happening. I mean, she wasn't getting the support, so she just kept busy doing what she had to do to get this uh, into place for uh, the city of Fort Worth, Texas. And that's what we're, we're saying. Just uh, be able to, to make a change, uh, a commitment, you know. Success always requires commitment. You know, uh, so many people, I love hearing uh, success stories um, uh, with, with causes and uh, with what Cindy did and everything. Um, and with what you're doing, you know, here we, we have an advocate from the U.K. concerned with what's happening in America. How much more Americans should have that, 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 that enthusiasm, you know, to see that someone else is trying to help this cause and they're over on the other side of the world, you see? Yeah. So that, that, should, that in itself should motivate us, you know, um, to do something. And, well, uh, well, I'm trying to be motivated even more because um, I've just got to say, I don't know if you know about it, but they've actually got a protest in New York, uh, the New York Warriors, and it's actually about the NYACC. And I was saying on last night, I would do anything to be able to get over and stand in that protest. And you're absolutely right, Eddie. You know, at the end of the day, with, with our police in the UK, they don't walk on our streets with guns. And I still am trying to get hold of a UK officer that we can get onto the show to ask them how do they deal with dogs on the streets? Because at the end of the day, they ha- they haven't got a gun to even use as, um, as even a suggestion of being able to cope with it. Yes, yes. Do you know what I mean? And that's, um, of course, and that's, we haven't we haven't got pit bulls in the UK, but we have got you know big dogs, Rottweilers, and all all of the different ones as well. Do you know what I mean? So, but any dog, it, it, if it's wanting to go at somebody, you know, all of them are different. And it was quite funny because I had somebody telling me the other day, it's so funny how I've done so many shows about this, and you'll always get the one person with a different idea. So I was saying about the fact that oh, I'm doing a show in America, and this is somebody in the UK who suggested this, and I said, oh, I'm doing about um, dogs being shot by police, and, and they said, well, you know how to stop a dog from actually biting you, don't you? And I said, what do you mean? And they said, well, if it actually bites onto your arm, and you know it's going it's coming, they said, force your arm further into their mouth. And I went, a minute, are you crazy? I said, no, I'll be wanting to rip my arm from there. They went, that's exactly what you will do. You will rip your arm. If you're pushing your, the, your arm further into their mouth, they can't actually grip down. And I went, yes. that doesn't make a lot of sense. And I said, okay. Yes. And they said, okay, bite onto your arm. And I said, right. And so they, they bit on their arm, and they showed me the mark, and they've got quite a big mark. They said, right, now we'll force my arm into, into my mouth, and, and now try and bite. And you can't. Yes. And I thought, this is the thing. It's just talking to different people and connecting with different people who've got different ideas. Right. I, I wouldn't even think like that before. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, if anybody wants to call in, 347-327-9694. Um, we've got a call on the line. Let's go straight to the phone lines. 
Area code 414. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. I'm calling I'm calling from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, United States. Okay. Hello. I'm really disgusted about the video concerning Max and Leon Rosby in Hawthorne, California, and how the police shot and killed that dog. And uh, I've been involved in this uh, since I watched the video. There were one or 200 um, viewers at that time, and now I think we're up to around 6 million. And uh, now the city, well, we've got several hundred thousand signatures to have the police the um, person, the police officer who shot that animal. Did you see that video? We put that into, is that gone into the chat room, Eddie? Uh, Yes. I'm looking for it right now. It would be listed under police police shoot dog, I think is, uh, it's on YouTube, the Hawthorne, California Police Department has had so many corrupt issues going on and um leon rosby was out walking his dog after and during a a police um i don't know there must have been a raid on a house and seriously he was far enough back he was just videotaping because he's had they've had a lot of issues with the police out there and uh this cop came out and just it, it you have to see the video it is so disturbing yeah. I don't even know. I, I just saw that this was live. I don't even know what show that I'm calling. I just saw the number to call and I <laughs> honestly honestly I wanna know what I'm <laughs> I just I guess I'm venting at this point. Do you know what? I love it. Do you know what me and Eddie were just saying, you know, people just need to be part of it and the fact that you rung and it's like I don't even know what number it is, I don't know what show it is, I don't really care, but I want to share my opinion. I do well, care. I do because, care. I just don't know. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, absolute. Um, if you're on Facebook, if you have a look for Ask Sue, then a space and then radio show, please add me on Facebook. I'd love to speak to you. Um, it, you know, but you're absolutely right. You know, but what what was the build up to this dog being shot by the police? I'll be honest, I don't think I've seen this video. So, can you tell me what what yes. was actually on the video and what was the build up to it? What happened before? Well, Leon was walking his dog, and he noticed that there was a police deal going on out uh, in his neighborhood. There was about 170 to 100 people outside of their homes watching, and I guess there was, I don't know if there was a burglary going on, but the police were involved in something, and there were several police cars blocking the whole area, so he was outside of the perimeter. Um, the police in Hawthorne know who this, who Leon is, so they decided that they were going to, they didn't want him around because they think that he's trouble. So uh, they told Leon to put his dog in the car. He has a Rottweiler and a very nice Rottweiler. You could see him just poking around with his dog, and they were part of the family. Um, Leon puts the dog in the car, and he goes back over, and the police want to talk to him. Well, he just totally submissive, puts his hands behind his back, and the cops decide to arrest him for obstruction of justice. And it was so outside the the realism. You, you, he wasn't obstructing anything. He wasn't doing anything wrong. His civil rights were completely violated. And as as they are 
putting him in handcuffs, his dog jumps out of the window to find out what's going on with the owner. And this cop just comes out of nowhere and starts shooting a dog in the street. And he's flopping. Four, he shoots him four times. Doesn't even let Leon try to subdue the dog. It was like he just took complete control over the situation and shut it down right there and didn't even give a shit. I'm sorry, my language. Didn't even care that he took a family member from this family, the two children uh, and a wife and a and a home and this dog is in front of everybody, in front of children and bullets were flying. I mean, he could have injured somebody else. Yeah. And uh, he just exactly. took he just took his matters in his own hands. And he's a he works for us. We pay him to protect and serve. And he comes right. It, it, I guess he's, he lost a million-dollar lawsuit over another incident where he has p- police brutality in his past. So this guy doesn't care about nobody. His name is Jeffrey Solomon. He's a police officer with the Hawthorne Police, de- police Department, California, right outside of L.A., and we don't need people serving us like this. So now yes, Leon sir. has been without his dog for over a month, and the whole world has been involved. There's We have... We're, we're, we're working on changing the laws so that police officers need to have proper training dealing with animals and how to, to subdue them with instead of adding to the escalation of the situation. Exactly, and, so, and you know it doesn't. It it, it uh it, it, she's absolutely right, and and it it doesn't only define uh, uh dogs, uh, animals in general. People, animals, right? Animals, any general. animals, right? Right, right. Because that's what's so important, and I just posted the video so uh, people can see. I did put a, a warning on the on the graphic. You have to because it, it's it, disturbing. It, it, it's very very disturbing, uh, and yes. this, this dog w- was not an aggressive dog. You can tell no. by the body uh, uh, motions. And then at one point, Officer Salmon tried grabbing the leash. So exactly that that, that was not a threat, and he wasn't. Uh, he didn't feel threatened if he tried grabbing the leash. He wasn't uh, scared. At some point, he felt confident that he could reach because he saw something. Uh, yeah. it, it was said, uh, and I spoke to uh, Joseph, who is one of the uh, administrators uh, to their page there. Uh, yes, Joseph Cuervo, Maya Munoz. Right. Um, well, obviously, uh, there was somebody that was uh, uh, screaming out, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. Yes. That's what bothered me. It was another another so cop. That, that uh, escalated even even more. And yes, you know did. they they didn't bring any charges up. Like I said, the, the police department did not have any charges on on, on Leon uh, for thirty days. And right. the charges the charges that are are in effect now was brought by another individual. You see, so. My, my she, that woman was, since it, moved. That woman just wanted to cause some drama. You know, they were out there probably all, having a. Um, all, all, no, and no, she and she knows that it got world it got attention, world and, and you know they want to get their their the few minutes of fame, fame uh, right, and everything. But if they didn't bring charges on on Neon for thirty days, like I said before, then why in the world that that day they didn't un uncuff him and tell him. Please take your dog home now and be safe. That's they what police used to be like. Police used to pick up a drunk guy and take him home so he wouldn't hurt anybody or himself. They used to oh, I, care about animals. Yes. But, yeah. but do you know what? I, I've got to say to you, 
and most of you know that I've already got a Hey Mr. Government page, and, and I've got to say about this, you know, we're, we're blaming the police for all of these things, right? And, and I grant you that I'm, I've watched that, I have watched that video before previously, and I, I know, and I can obviously, uh, upsetting is the understatement. But the, at the end of the day, these police are trained to, a, um, how do you put this, trained to a degree that they are told to be trained to. So I right. look at this and I say, it's okay, we can blame these individual officers, and, and, to, and to a degree, yes, I can agree with what you're saying, they do need to be sorted out, they do need to be um, retrained and everything else. But it goes back to the same thing as we talk about, about all these different things that we have on this show, it comes down to the government. Why is the government not doing something to protect our police officers and protect our pets by saying, right, we need to look at this, this needs to be changed. I know what we're saying about we need to go to individual things, but at the end of the day... You're right. You're right. As a whole, they need to take care yes. of the entire problem, train these officers Absolutely. how to deal with them, and that's what we're yes. going for, change. Yes. And, and I think it is going to happen. It's, yes. it's a political... You know, it's uh, with all of this um, animal advocate work that I do, the one thing that I've started to realize is it is not just an issue for us to deal with. We need to go to the top people, the politicians, and say, why are you not protecting our police officers? Why are you not protecting the general public? Or why are you not protecting the animals that are, uh, that are our pets? And you guys are paying license fees and everything, but you, then the same people that are literally supposed to be guarding you are shooting your pets. You've paid license fees and everything for those pets. If they're not recognizable as something important, why are we paying the license fee for them? Exactly. And he was on a leash. This is not the only case. We have found hundreds and thousands of other cases all over the world where this right. is happening. Have you spoken, so, have, have you spoken to Kristen Hoffman? I have not. But right. I will write that down right now. Tell you what, an amazing, amazing lady, and, and Eddie will tell you the same. She has done so much work. She had her dog shot by the police. An amazing, amazing lady. You need to get in touch with her. She is doing a lot behind the scenes, so much so I don't even have a chance to catch up with her anymore. Okay, she great. Is she is working so hard. She could tell you about dogs that have been shot by police. She's got lists of dogs, of the groups that be, of people that are working together because of this. She is an amazing, amazing person. I do suggest you get in touch with her. I will. Kristen, Thank you so much. Yeah, she's, Kristen uh, Hoffman. Uh, yeah, she's on yes. Facebook. Okay, so I'm on yes. right now. Her name is Kristen? Yeah, Kristen, okay. yeah, and Hoffman, H-O-S-S-M-A-N. Okay, I will look her up right now. Thank you yes. so much if for you, hearing if, me. Listen, if you go to the um, onto Facebook, type in Ask Sue Show. It's three separate words. You'll find the group. I'll post Kristen's profile on there for you as well. Thank you so much. Okay. I appreciate lovely it. Lovely speaking to you. Lovely t- talking to you, too. Bye-bye. Okay. Thanks okay, so bye-bye. much for calling in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Do you, do you know what? This is the thing. I, I think, do you know, I think everybody will agree. It's, it's almost time that we need to step it up a gear and literally start hitting i.e. top political people as well. What do you think? Exactly, exactly. This, this, is, uh, this is something that, that, that needs to be addressed, um, and enough is enough. 
you know, people are getting tired of this. Like she just mentioned that YouTube video has it into the millions because they went viral so quickly, you know. Yep. And that's because people are, are, are tired of, uh, of this and they want to take a stand. They, they want something done. Uh, but let's, let's do it in the proper manner. So, you know, like uh, the sheriff uh, indicated to me that they didn't have time to deal with people that uh, had disagreements. They just want to rant and rage. What they had time for was to address the issue. So let's focus on trying to address the issue and, and trying to uh, work together to get it done. Whatever, you know, uh, an initial meeting can be compromised of many things, uh, 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 the ideas, what's happening, uh, where the community can voice their concerns. And then yep. you follow up, follow up with how the department, they should take a, an assessment of what, what direction they can take. You know, why, why shouldn't uh, a law enforcement get training in an area? Sometimes they come out with new technology and they get trained with that. You know, now they have a remote-controlled uh, 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 aircraft with cameras. So, you know, they get this technology come in, so they, tra- they have to train officers for that kind of technology. So why is it that uh, addressing uh, dog encounters is not a priority? You know, we want to avoid child bites. You know, uh, another dog pit bull, I had just mentioned uh, that bit a child, it gave birth to these uh, puppies. The puppies are 12, 12, uh, uh, 12 hours old, and the dog uh, bit the, the child, you know. Where were the parents, you know, of, of the child? This is not a case of a dangerous dog. This is a case of maternal care. Yep. You see? And the dog should have been separated in an area in the room and the child should have been instructed. Now, why didn't, don't they bring, yes, it's, it's def- devastating to hear that a child was bitten and then required medical attention. But again, yep. it, doesn't, it does not deem that dog dangerous. It's, um, you know what, common sense, even when I was a kid, I knew better not, not to get near a dog that had puppies. And that's just common sense. You it's, you know well, it, it's not... It's like I said to you, Eddie, you know, obviously we spoke before the show, and I, we were talking about this, and I would say to anybody, you know, at the end of the day, if, if the, the mum has got her pups and she's a proud mum and she's got her babies there, of course she's going to protect them. It's just like if somebody came into my house and they were poking at my, ki- my kids and they were hurting them or anything, you can bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to have a go at you too. I'm not just going to sit there and let you touch them, especially that's like saying I'm in the hospital with my newborn baby in a cot. Some total stranger comes along and is poking them. They're not a doctor. They're not anybody. I don't know who they are, and they're going to poke at my baby, and they're going to be mauling it and everything. Do you honestly think I'm going to sit there and take it? Exactly. It's maternal. It's, it's just a dog, a bitch that's being maternal, and at the end of the day, she just did what was right. They, they, you know, they've got to realize that these are animals. They are pets. Do you know what I mean? It's called a two-way respect, and I've spoke about this so many times. My children respect my dogs. My dogs are to respect my children, too, and there is a respect thing there. And, and those people that have had those pups, if you were not sure about how your kids were going to be with those pups or your dog was going to be protective over the pups, 
It's quite simple. Spay and neuter and don't have pups. End of story. Yes. Just listening. Exactly. exactly. Sorry, that was a bit of a mini rant then, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, see, uh, uh, the, the, the lady they just called made some valid uh, uh, points and everything, and I am glad that she's involved uh, in getting something done because, you know, it's not going to go away. This is going to uh, continue. So uh, the, the owner uh, gets... Uh, Something addressed where something can change in the way uh, the Hawthorne Police Department is uh, handling that. Now, again, to, to my knowledge, they've already, the department uh, has contacted the, the, the Canine Research Center, and they, they did supplement uh, the, that uh, uh, copy of the training manual that, uh, that's out, you know. So that that that's the start. So I, I think that if if they can address, talk to the chief, see which way uh, they can uh, redirect themselves uh, to get this done. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, if anybody wants to call in, it's three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. Give us a call in. Uh, you can email the show show at gmail dot com. Or by all means, if you'd like to put a comment in the chat room, um, by all means, give me a mention in there, and uh, I'll shout out what it is you'd like to say. I just think that, um, you know, I've got, sorry, going back to that mum with the pups, I'm thinking about the fact of, you know, and can I put this in a woman's prognosis? <laughs> I'm saying, you know, her, her, she's maternal. She's got all these different things. She's totally messed up. She's trying to protect the babies. She, you know what I mean, and all these different things. But straight away they are talking, you know. And then, of course, she would have been moved from there with her pups. What must she have been going through, Eddie? Is this situation? Now we're talking about cruelty, about the fact that the child got bit. But isn't that cruelty to the poor mum? That, that what she must have gone through during that time. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the, the 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 pup uh, and 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 the mother dog, they. Uh, uh, they were turned in to by the owner, okay, uh, to the ne- Nebraska Humane Society. Uh, and fortunately enough, they did something right to keep the puppies uh, with the mother because you know that they have to be with the mother for eight weeks. But the focus, even now, this is shocking to me that even pit bull advocates are jumping on that uh, the dog, uh, they don't see no reason for rescue. And I says, what? Then what? why are they even advocating for pit bulls? We're not making it right that the child was bitten. What, I, what I'm indicating and what we're seeing is that there was a lack of supervision, neglect. And that's on the parent. And that it didn't even have to be with a dog. If a parent is 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 not supervising and the, and the child uh, walks out the door and goes out, it happened to my sister with one of her uh, kids uh, years ago when they were were kids. She walks out, she's lost, roaming around. They don't know where she is. So you need to tell me that you're not going to hold parents responsible for their children, you know, for the safety. 
Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and and this is what we're 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 saying here, uh, because we're concerned about the child. That is is something that's more important uh, than animal life. But the fact remains is what were the parents doing, and and and, and obviously these were uh, uh, first time uh, breeders, you know, and uh, the dog wasn't uh, uh, spayed uh, or yeah spayed. Um, so that shows you the responsibility. Why would you even allow the dog to not be uh, spayed? You see? Yep. So, you know, th- these are the things that you, you have to look at and then um, realize when you're wrong, you're wrong. Yep. And then uh, exactly. the humane society. And, and, and it, sorry, the humane, yeah, the, I was just going to say that, that the humane society doesn't want a backlash. It seems that if they. Uh, from people coming out because they allowed the dog uh, to be rehomed or something like that. Well, right now, at this point, from from the creator of that petition, uh, of them a mother dog, uh, they're trying to reach out to the same rescue that Michael Vick's dogs uh, were at. And then even Michael Vick's prize fighting dog, had been rehabilitated, and it just passed away not too long ago, uh, right there at the rescue, you know. But yeah. it shows it shows the world, it shows police officers, it shows those that are still skeptics on the breed that even a fighting dog, a prized fighting dog, has redemption. Yeah. Simple as that, because it could yeah. not get any uh, worse than. Um, the situations uh, Michael Vick uh, put those dogs through, as far as torture, you know, uh, malnourished, yeah. uh, and and this, you know, he would shock them. You see, so this is another uh, thing that I I, I don't uh, buy that they cannot be rehabilitated. And we have a trainer here in Rochester, and she told me, Eddie, listen, I've had dogs that killed other dogs. And I turned them around. You see? Yeah. So there's always hope, you know, for, for dogs that, and of course, uh, like I said, many people have not taken the time to get their uh, dogs uh, in behavioral training. Every every dog needs training from, you know, how do you think you, you teach them from uh, the puppy stage? You see? Yep. The, the whole situation could really be turned around if at the end of the day the governments would step up and change the laws. If we had a spay and neuter program setting where people um, had a higher license fee if they didn't have their dog spayed and neutered, for instance, and made, almost made people have their dog spayed and neutered, because there is no reason why not to have your dog spayed and neutered unless you're going to be breeding. Yes. Do you mean? So at the end of the day, we've got to look at the fact that this was a family who had not bred from their dog before and did not know what to expect. Right. Uh, now, as far as I'm concerned, yes, they, you know, they were not responsible because they hadn't done any homework with regard to how to look after that dog um, beforehand. Also, they weren't responsible as parents. What on earth was a child doing so close to a, a mum that was, had got babies for the first time? Exactly, exactly. And uh, obviously the dog is just marveling at the 
the the, the new life uh, that that is given. So, a uh, first time, it, it, it's going to be in high protection mode, and 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 that that's just a uh, common sense. But where but where where is the 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 liability uh, of the of the parents? You see, yep. why don't they hold the parents uh, responsible for this incident to have taken place? You know, and yep. why does why does a dog have to be put down for the irresponsibility of the owner that exactly. that's put that dog in that situation? And many times, it's the owner that puts the dog in that situation. L- yep. Lack of supervision. I, I see it all the time, and I just have to nod my head. And I'm very vocal when I uh, address some people, you know, because they're not going to learn until you say something to them, gesture that, to them, yep. you know, because uh, and, it's very, and very important. And the other thing is that, you know, at the end of the day, people don't look any further than the dog bit a child. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't even ask what was what happened beforehand. You know, it's like I always say when people say to me, "Oh, another dog's been shot by police." I say, "Well, okay, what was the story beforehand?" Because in some of these situations, you know, you get these criminals that come back and say, "Well, they charged into our house and they shot our dogs." Well, hold on a minute. You've got to bear a little bit of responsibility there because yes, the police charged in your house because you've got a house full of drugs, um, and they charged in because you were doing wrong. And then they say, yes, and my kids saw my dog being um, shot right in front of them. Excuse me? Yes. You just had a house full of drugs just beforehand, and you put your kids in that situation, not the police. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, so exactly. there is two sides to this, and I do, I do think, yes. and I just want to say, if there's any police officers listening to this show and think, hold on a minute, this is a bit one-sided, I haven't heard their side, listen to me. Any police officers from America or from the UK who are listening to this show and think, I would love to have a speak on it, please email me, asksueshow at gmail.com, because I would love to do the other side of the story of this. Okay? I want to, see, I want to hear from a police officer that's had a dog charging at them and was unsure what that dog was going to do. Please, either call in. We've still got 20 minutes to the end of the show. Call in and tell me what it was like to you as a police officer. Tell me exactly. what it's like to feel when you have you have a dog charging you. Maybe you're already scared of dogs. You went into the police force and w- didn't take on board that this was going to be part of the job. Whatever it is, please give us a call in, 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. Give us a call in. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed. Um, to be honest, Eddie, that we haven't had a few more callers. I would have thought there would have been a few wanting to uh, air some opinions. Yes. Yeah. I, I've just got to say, I've got Max in the chat room, and you're right. Um, he's put, yes, but the police have gone in houses where the people were innocent and still killed their dogs. Absolutely right. I can remember, Eddie, seeing the one where we'd got um, dogs in cages, literally locked up in cages, and they shot them in the cages. Yes. You know, there, there is no excuse, is there, for that? You know, that is just common sense. That you know, what what was the reason for that? Exactly. Just absolutely crazy. Um, so, if anybody wants to call in, it's three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. That's three four seven three two seven 
9694. Uh, I've just had somebody email me about what is the group uh, name to the Ask Sue Show. It is literally Ask Sue Show. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Ask Sue Show and then another forward slash, you can join us on there. Um, and the email address is asksueshow at gmail.com. Um, right, let me t- and just to let everybody know that I have set up um, the event again of the Go Green uh, for the dog shot by police. This is just to make a difference um, and obviously to bring the awareness back up again. So if anybody wants to join in there, uh, we'll put the link back into the show as well. Hold on a minute, I've actually got two. Let me just sort that out. Sorry, I might, I've just pressed the button, it all disappeared. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what else have you been doing, Eddie? Obviously, you've got, I know you do loads of different things. Let's just change subject for a minute. What else have you been doing? Obviously, just tell people as well about you, because you've had a, your own personal um, problems going on, haven't you, with uh, your home? Oh, well, you know, uh, that that's something that was uh, unexpected, you know, like uh, sometimes... Uh, uh, we experienced in our life that uh, uh, because the new owners took over the property, uh, the dwelling that I live in, uh, I was uh, slipped a note under the door uh, requesting that I uh, vacate my apartment. Of course, this is, uh, it was very uh, alarming and overwhelming. Uh, and, uh, you know, and I says, well, you know, do what you do best. You handle these things uh, civilly. So I sent them a, a, a letter. I accompanied it with my doctor's uh, documentation that my dog serves as a, a therapy dog uh, for me. Um, you know, uh, right now I'm I, I, physically because I had injury a, a while back, uh, out my back. So, you know, the dogs, not only because you have them, but they also serve as, as therapy, even if you don't see them like that. But when you come home, who's the first one to greet you? Ah, your furry friend. You know, your kids are, 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 are either playing or something, but your your furry friend, your dog, is the, the first one right there at the door to greet you. So they enrich our lives. You, you know, it, it almost seems like they got magical uh, uh, powers because they even know when you're coming home, you know. And they did this survey where uh, they did this 50 times where this uh, owner would leave for work. As soon as he left for work, the dog at home would run to the window at the same time. So it's amazing enough, uh, the ability they have, they know uh, you and everything. So what I did, I did uh, write that, and I, and I provided some uh, 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 documentation there. And uh, they did speak to me. They, they told me, oh, we, we, we want to speak to you. And he says, we know that, uh, you know, I'm just trying to put uh, myself in your position and everything. But... You know, it's just that we have a policy of a no dog. And, of course, I stress, well, you know, my dog is not considered a pet uh, because he's deemed a therapy dog, you see. So I know the loophole they're trying to, to get around, but I didn't want to have to defend my case because they already know, and they're just uh, technically, because if it's a month-to-month lease, a landlord can ask you to move, and they don't even have to give you uh, the reason. And uh, in New York State, and you know, this is something I didn't know, and I, and I says, well, you know, that that's kind of silly because, as I indicated to him, at, at my age and everything, uh, and then uh, going through uh, medical treatment and everything, 
my dog does provide the, the, the companionship, the comfort in, in a stressful mode. They, um, and that's, that's with an individual and then more with senior citizens. Uh, it, it's a, a therapy for them in the mental state of mind where they can heal in, uh, in any, anything that they're, they're going through. And, and seemingly enough, the landlord doesn't even have to know the, the, actually, actually the, the disability. So right now, I'm, I'm, uh, I did just put an application in the unit and everything to see if um, it, it, once it, it gets approved and everything. But like I said, you know what? I'm not giving up my dog. That's no option. So that's off the table there. And uh, even if I have to sleep in my car, I'm not giving my dog up. I can't, I, I'm, I'm not going to have him put in a shelter, okay? That, that's not a, a solution. I'm not going to give him up to another family. That's not the solution. Um, yep. I, I am going to fulfill the commitment that I gave when I got the dog, and that was to make sure that he would have the best possible life during the du- duration of his life. And that's what responsible dog ownership or a cat, if you got a cat, you know, uh, it, it, it's all about, you know. So this is where yeah. I, I'm, I'm at, and hopefully uh, there's a, a positive outcome uh, all the way around, you know. But uh, giving up uh, my dog is not an option. As a matter of fact, uh, I, I, I do have a little uh, – I, I put up a, a video – uh, with a donation site uh, there, just to help out a little bit. But um, you know, my concern is for him. Sometimes we um, we're, we do more because we know that our our pets can't do it for themselves. So sometimes we 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 go the extra mile to make sure they get their uh, medical, you know, and uh, their their diet on on track, whatever they need. Because they can't do it for themselves, you know. We're the, we're the caretakers, so that's the most important thing uh, that we, we can do for our our our, our pet and everything. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. Uh, which brings another situation is that I I would like to see how we can begin to have list of apartment dwellings and everything that will allow uh, dogs because uh, here they have a lot of. Uh, they do have units, apartments, uh, but sometimes they put the restriction either the breed or the weight. The dog can be under 30 pounds. So, you know, making a, a, a try to get getting a, a, a network there so when people find themselves in a situation like this, we can reach out. I have had a lot of people giving me leads from from the canine group, the canine partners, and then some people from other groups, you know, so that yeah. helps. And, and we're... Uh, do you know what we we could almost do with a literal list of estate agents that have got properties with um, the chance that we will be able to rehome dogs in there as well. Yes. Do you know what I mean because somebody like you, it's very difficult to go on the internet. You find a nice place, and then you look at the bottom. It either says you can't have um, benefits there, or you um, you can't have pets. Right. So maybe we need to see if there's any big um, companies of estate agents, or you probably call it something else, don't you? What do you call people that let out houses? Uh, well, we uh, here in the Rochester we have the Housing Council. 
Okay. That, but is that it, provide a, a, a lot of information, uh, legal information, and then they do they do help uh, people uh, in seeking uh, apartments. I mean, they might ha- have a list, you know. Uh, so you know what, what uh, I like to do. What I, I what I did was well, I'm not I'm not going to spin my wheels on something non-productive. I'm just going to uh, start uh, searching and, and trying to get something done. So. I had a friend of mine who lived in these uh, uh, apartments, her daughter, actually, and she had her dog as a, a therapy dog. And she said, Eddie, try this, and uh, this, the outcome would be uh, much better than spending time trying to, you know, uh, go back and forth with your landlord because it, it's just better to go to the next step on, on resolving uh, the issue. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? This is the thing. Um, and let me just say to everybody again, I want to thank everybody that's networking, that's joining forces, and, and obviously all of the uh, canine. Um, I always forget your name of your group, Eddie. Canine Partners Partner. of Monroe County. Right. Yes. Uh, I just want to say thank you to all of them because I know that uh, you've been sharing the links for me. And also I want to say thank you for helping and sharing, you know, and helping Eddie because Eddie, you've done so much to connect people. And, you know, you do find in these times of need who your friends are and, you know, the ones that are actually checking your post for what you need too, not just the other way around. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. I'm posting the link to the, the K9 Partners page on Facebook that people can uh, come and, 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 and check it out because what we do, we work, in partnership, what the word implies, you know, I, I chose the word yep. because this is something, no matter what your cause is, you know, but uh, you can join in partnership with what we're doing, sharing and uh, connecting, uh, because I might not know something, and all of a sudden somebody gives me a lead and says, wow, you know, you're right. And it's forming a nucleus, a strong base, centralized nucleus, yep. uh, uh, so we can work effectively. Uh, yep. to eradicate a lot of these uh, issues that, that, that shouldn't even... Uh, and here we are, 2013, you would think that we, were, we would be much ahead with, with these issues, uh, with, with, with police uh, uh, doing their job when they confront a dog and everything. And again, a lot of people say this, and all the time, every time I hear it, they always bring up the utility workers, the mail carriers, you know, and how exactly. they deal? How how do they deal? And then in England, yep. in the UK, officers don't carry guns. How do they uh, address yep. these issues when they come, uh, you know, confront them? You know. Yeah, I, so, I would love to speak to those people, literally, to find out their side. I, I really would love to hear. You know, maybe there's been meter readers or whoever that have been bitten, or maybe you know they've had to deal with whatever. I'd love to speak to them and actually ask their side. Yes, exactly. Because that, so, that would be a very a- advantageous to hear that side and how they do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, um, if anybody else wants to call in, let's just do another quick shout out. Three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. That's three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. We've got a caller on the line. Uh, area code nine two five. Hi, welcome to the show. 
Hello, can you hear me? I can. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, this is Jan Soderstrom in California. I live in Northern California. Unfortunately, I'm not in the L.A. area, which is where the um, the uh, incident of shooting Max the Rottweiler took place. Um, I have been. I know Eddie through um, Facebook. I've never talked to him in person. So, hi, Eddie. Hello. Um, I uh, I have followed your advice, and I. I have actually spoken to my uh, city council on two occasions uh, demanding that they um, um, update their police protocol to have um, a policy specifically for animals and uh, to instigate animal behavior training. I'm quite frankly not sure how far I will get. I, I think what is very disheartening about all of this is that um, across the U.S. the police have um, been shooting probably, as I say, a dog a day. Um, It's probably easily over 400 dogs a year that are being killed by the um, police officers in city police departments and then in areas that are not incorporated as part of a city they're part of what they call a sheriff's department, and that's usually the county level. Um, I've come to the conclusion that the sheriff's deputies are probably not as well trained because they don't have big city police academies to go through. And um, we seem to—I see a lot of these things on Facebook now every day. You know, this dog is killed, this dog is killed, and it seems like. Um, a lot of them are these sheriff's deputies. But I think what has floored me is that these cops invariably, the minute they do this, the police department comes out and says their actions were justified. And um, Eddie on Facebook has spoken about the force continuum, and it's an actual document that says, you know, how you confront someone. And first you say hello, and then um, if they seem like they're resisting, you you step it up a notch. You ask for your I, their ID, and if they don't do that, then you do the next step. And it goes up and up this ladder of force to, say, handcuffing and physical restraint, that kind of thing. And then at the tail end of this, it says if you feel you have a deadly threat um, or a serious threat, you are justified in using deadly force. So even with people, there is, um, you have to have a certain level of threat before you pull out your gun and blast away. The problem is there is nothing for animals. Right. So right. all all the police say is I feel threatened, and then they justify pulling out their gun and shooting an a, an animal in cold blood. There's yeah. nothing about um, an animal barking. What do you do when an animal growls at you? What do you do when an animal runs to you but doesn't come get up close to you? Yes. We we have. We have pictures on Facebook of dogs that have been shot in the back of the head. Now, how can an animal that's running away from you be a threat? How does that justify killing them? Exactly. And that, 
that's why we need a force continuum for animals. Yeah, exactly. But you, but you know exactly. what? I can honestly say, um, I don't know if you've seen, I put it in the chat room, I don't know if you're in the chat room, but there's a, a group called Free Antonia, and I always say this wrong, so I'll spell it, B-U-E-H-L-E-R. This is a guy who's actually proving about the fact that the police are just slap happy with shooting um, us humans, <laughs> like men and women, all the time, you know, they just literally just don't even give them the rights or whatever. There's been cases where um, people have actually been beaten up, which goes back to the same thing. The whole police forces just need a shake-up, and our governments need to step up and look at what's going wrong, look at where there is problems, situations, whether it be a person, whether it be an animal, whether it be a certain place. If they've got these problems, then they should be surely questioning it. Well, the trouble is, um, and I don't know, Eddie probably knows more about this than I do, but the problem is that when an officer discharges a gun, they have to file a report, and there's supposed to be an investigation. But this goes to an internal affairs department, so you have the police policing themselves. And this is why it doesn't work, because they're, right away their first instinct is to defend each other, not really yes. get to the bottom of it. And, and that's the sad reality. Yes, and I was just going to interject. That's because uh, they, they have a, a, bro- a brotherhood. Right, the Fraternal Order of Police and their union. So you've got a double yes. whammy there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, I, I forget the exact number. I think it was 181, but one of the posts on Facebook said that in a three-year period, the city of Houston shot 181 dogs, and the police department came back and said every single one was justified. Now, how can shooting in every single one of those dogs be justified? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, invariably, just had one uh, in San Jose, California, where um, they, they shot and killed a pit bull, and as I put in my Facebook thing, the blood on the floor wasn't even dry, and they were justifying it. Yeah, yeah. They they well, they shot. I mean, they shot a 13-year-old cocker spaniel in a city just north of me because it barked at them, and they felt threatened. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, I'm so sorry to have to cut you short. We're down to the last minute of the show, but thank you so much for calling in. And uh, please join the Ask New Show group. We're going to be following up this with another program very, very soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, thanks we're so fun having you. Uh, thanks ever so much, Eddie, for calling in as well. Thank bye-bye. you both. Mm-hmm, bye-bye. Thank bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Thanks, Eddie. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, and thank you. It's quite all right, love. Okay, well, thank you very much to everybody that's uh, called in tonight. Thank you very much to Eddie Sindron, an absolutely fantastic co-host. And uh, please, all of you, join K9 Start again. Uh, K9 Partners of Monroe County, um, a group that is run by Eddie. And uh, join the Ask Sue Show group as well on Facebook. We have got quite a few shows coming up this week, um, so please uh, join us in, during the week. Uh, we have got um, a Sunday show with um, a psychic show. We've got Tuesday, we've got Howard with the Animal Advocate Show. We've got Wednesday, another psychic show. 
And Thursday and fr my Friday, or even though it'll be your late Thursday in America, uh, it will be a double show, and one of the parts of that show is going to be with the lovely Cindy Boiling. So I thank all of you for joining the show tonight. And uh, anybody who'd like to email, asksueshow at gmail.com. Thank you very much, and good night.